Chapter Twenty of the Home Life of Poe by Susan Archer Weiss. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Poe and Mrs. Osgood. It was a fortunate day when Mrs. Clem, hunting about the suburbs of the great city for a cheap place of abode, discovered the little cottage at Fordham, a country railroad station some miles from New York. It was but a humble place at best, an old cottage of four rooms in ill repair but the rent was low the situation on the summit of a rocky knoll pleasant affording fine views of the harlem river and there was pure air plenty of outdoor space and that famous cherry tree now in the month of may in full and fragrant bloom a few repairs were made and mrs clem's vigorous hands with the assistance of soap and water and whitewash soon transformed the neglected abode into a miracle of neatness and order checked matting hid the worn parlor floor and the cheap furniture which they had brought with them looked better here than ever it had done in the cramped and stuffy rooms of the city outside a neglected rose-bush was trained against the wall supplying virginia with roses in its season her room was above the parlor at the head of a narrow staircase a low-ceilinged apartment with sloping walls and small square windows and it was here at a desk or table near his wife's sick-bed that most of poe's writing was now done in the preceding winter virginia's health had apparently greatly improved and her illness was not of so serious a nature as to confine her entirely to the house or to interfere with the social or literary engagements of her husband who was as poet lecturer editor and critic at the zenith of his fame in this time he had attended the soirees of miss lynch and others of the literary class once or twice accompanied by his wife at these he made the acquaintance of mrs hewitt mrs elizabeth oak smith and mrs e f ellet with others of the starry sisterhood of poetesses as they were called by some poetaster of the day with each of whom he in succession formed one of the sentimental platonic friendships to which he was given all these however were destined to yield to the superior attractions of a sister poetess mrs frances sargent osgood wife of the artist of that name mrs osgood at this time about thirty years of age is described by r h stoddard as a paragon not only loved by men but liked by women as well attractive in person bright witty and sweet-natured she won even the splenatic thomas dunn english and the stoical greeley whose approval of her was as frankly expressed as was his denunciation of the ugliness self-conceit and disagreeableness of her friend the transcendentalist margaret fuller poe who had written a very flattering notice of mrs osgood's poems in return for which she addressed him some lines in the character of israfel obtained an introduction and visited her frequently also at his request she called upon his wife and friendly relations were soon established between them to her after poe's death we are indebted for a characteristic picture of the poet and his wife in their home in amity street and which though almost too well known for repetition i will give here as a specimen of his home life it was in his own simple yet poetical home that the character of edgar poe appeared to me in his most beautiful light playful affectionate witty 
alternately docile and wayward as a petted child for his young gentle and idolized wife and for all who came he had even in the midst of the most harassing literary duties a kind word a pleasant smile a graceful and courteous attention at his desk beneath the romantic picture of his loved and lost lenore patient assiduous uncomplaining tracing in an exquisitely clear chiography and with almost superhuman swiftness the lightning thoughts the rare and radiant fancies as they flowed through his wonderful brain for hours i have listened entranced to his strains of almost celestial eloquence i recollect one morning toward the close of his residence in this city when he seemed unusually gay and light-hearted virginia his sweet wife had written me a pressing invitation to come to them and i who never could resist her affectionate summons and who enjoyed his society far more in his own home than elsewhere hastened to amity street i found him just completing his series of papers called the literati of new york now said he displaying in laughing triumph several little rolls of narrow paper he always wrote thus for the press i am going to show you by the difference in length in these the different degrees of estimation in which i hold all you literary people in each of these one of you is rolled up and fully discussed come virginia and help me and one by one they unfolded them at last they came to one which seemed interminable virginia laughingly ran to one corner of the room with one end and her husband went to the opposite with the other and whose linked sweetness long drawn out is that said i hear her he cried just as if her little vain heart didn't tell her it's herself from this account the exaggerated phrases of which will be noted it would appear that a great degree of intimacy existed between poe and his fair visitor when he could in his own home the two tiny rooms in amity street write hour after hour undisturbed by her presence virginia was delighted with her new friend but mrs clem noting these frequent and lengthy visits regarded her with a suspicious eye too well she knew of the platonic friendships of her eddy but there appeared something in this affair beyond what was usual and in fact gossip had already begun to link together their names mrs osgood herself seems to have relied upon mrs poe's frequent invitations and fondness for her society as a shield against meddlesome tongues but in vain for not only were the jealous and vigilant eyes of poe's mother-in-law bent upon her but those of the starry sisterhood as well there was a flutter and a chatter in the literary dovecote and at length one of the starry ones mrs ellet concluded it to be her bounden duty to inquire into the matter calling at fordham one day in poe's absence she and mrs clem who had probably never before met engaged in a confidential discussion in the course of which the irate mother-in-law showed the visitor a letter from mrs osgood to poe one wonders how she got possession of that letter the contents of which were so opposed to all the latter's ideas of propriety that it was clear that something would have to be done eventually two of the starry ones of whom one was margaret fuller waited upon mrs osgood whom they advised to commission them to demand of poe the return of her letters which strangely enough she did though probably only as a conciliatory measure 
poe in his exasperation at this unwarrantable intermeddling remarked significantly that mrs ellet had better come and look after her own letters upon which she sent to demand them but he meantime had cut her acquaintance by leaving them at her own door without either written word or message very much we may imagine as dean swift strode into vanessa's presence and threw at her feet her letter to stella this was either in may or early june shortly after their removal to fordham poe had no idea of allowing this episode to interfere with his visits to mrs osgood and the gossip continued until to avoid further annoyance she left new york and went to albany on a visit to her brother-in-law dr harrington on the twelfth of june we find poe writing an affectionate note to his wife explaining why he stays away from her that night and concluding with sleep well and god grant you a peaceful summer with your devoted edgar a few days after this toward the end of june he was in albany making passionate love to mrs osgood in dismay she left that city and went to boston whither he followed her and again to lowell and providence giving rise to a widespread scandal which caused the lady infinite trouble and distress but mrs osgood brilliant talented and virtuous was also kind-hearted to a fault and where her feelings and sympathies were appealed to amiably weak instead of indignantly and determinately rejecting poe's impassioned love-making she says she pitied him argued with him appealed to his reason and better feelings and in special reminded him of his sick wife who lay dying at home and longing for his presence finally she returned to albany and poe ill at a hotel wrote urgently to mrs clem for money to pay his board bill and take him back to fordham End of chapter 20